Good afternoon, Footstock Hub listeners, and welcome to a new episode of the Footstock Hub. In the first of a new weekly tradition, we're going to start looking at game week previews, team previews, and just a few little selections to start getting your head around the weekend contests. Now, we aren't going to tell you what to do. All it is is our opinion. I say our opinion. This week's going to be my opinion. I've got a free spot on here. I'd quite like this to be a little duo weekly thing. So if you feel like, you know, you want to have a quick discussion, they're going to be 20 minutes max on the game weeks in the weekend. Please drop me a DM. Let me know. And you are more than welcome on here. So, yeah, this is going to be a new little feature. You know, the Footstock Hub, we've been going for the best part of five months now. We really want to start pushing out the content. So not only are we going to do, obviously, this new podcast, the normal podcast will still be going out on Sunday nights. This weekend, I'm actually recording in about an hour with Footstock Monkey, Gertie and Hack. So that should be a laugh as always. And then finally, we are moving on to the YouTube scene. So we're going to start a couple of live streams per week. We're looking at a Saturday morning FPL style game week deadline, entering contests, having a discussion, last little here uh, bits here and there from team news and injuries, etc. So we really feel like that could be um, a great avenue to start going down. And then finally, we're going to look at doing a Sunday night normal stream. Um, obviously, John and Leaf will have done fantastic work on, on those streams. And it's something that we feel like we need to get involved with. So that's kind of the way that Footstock Hub is moving. You know, Footstock's growing and we want to grow with that. So we feel like now is the time. So this weekend's contest, finally no more international football. And I believe, I think there's nothing now until March. There's a good five months of solid Premier League football. And the first game of this weekend sees Newcastle versus Chelsea. Now, this is a difficult game to predict. We always know the curse of the early kickoff. Um, you never really want to start looking at back in back in the, the heavy favourite. And for me, I feel like this is going to be something that I'm probably going to just avoid this weekend. In terms of Newcastle, there's a few good options in terms of the only kind of doubt at the minute is Callum Wilson. Obviously, we're, we've got the privilege of seeing the, the team news for the early game, um, so we don't particularly need to worry too much. I can see this game going either way. I think it's going to be low scoring. I don't think Chelsea are going to turn them over. You know, Newcastle like to play their five at the back under Bruce and they'll they'll try and get some maximum to hit them on the break. So I can't see Chelsea clicking straight back into gear after the international break. I could be completely wrong. Chelsea could blow them away. But in terms of Newcastle selections to start having to think about, of course, we know some maximum not quite hit the heights this year. But we know he, he's got the contest one and the dribbles, successful dribbles in the absolute bag. So, you know, that that's one to go against, especially against a team, a top team. He tends to score slightly better. Top teams will come out against him, which gives him a little bit more to then space to start running in behind and, and having his dribbles on the break, which is where he scores his points. And if Newcastle score, you can pretty much put your house. It's going to be Callum Wilson. He seems to be the only one that's scoring. So if you do fancy Newcastle in that early kickoff, at currently a three-star, he's quite a nice enabler for those gold and silver contests. And to finish, an amazing opportunity we never normally get is a one-star starting goalkeeper. And we, we've been presented that this year with Carl Darlow so far. He's not going to be a one-star for long, but... You know, if you need to to look at saving stars in that beat Cami, we know that Cami likes to use him. Um, Darlow's certainly an option and you would expect him to be busy. On the flip side, Chelsea, we're looking at, again, Timo Werner is obviously now coming into form. He's starting to score goals from the left wing, from the left-hand side. 
The big injury concern is is Ben Chilwell, although Lampard has said today that, you know, he was on the bench for England, so he'll have to have a look, but he is quite positive. Pulisic and Havertz are still out and Thiago Silva may not play due to international travel. So there's a few options there. It looks like Tammy Abraham should continue to start up front and again at a two-star on footstock. Uh, bronze, silver, gold, whack him in all of those that you've got. Again, the fullback options are going to be probably popular picks this weekend. Chilwell, Reese James, you would probably assume in the form that he's been at. But um, certainly for me, if I was picking a Chelsea defender, Chilwell's the way to go. He he seems to be the one. He said in his interview, he's been told to get in at the back post every time. And certainly with Ziyech now in a little bit of form, those assists and those goals could certainly rack up for Ben Chilwell. So I think the first game of the weekend is a difficult one to predict, but there's quite a few nice options for those when you want to see the early lineup. And moving on to Villa versus Brighton. Looks quite simple on paper. Looks quite simple on paper. Aston Villa in great form. Turned over Arsenal easily, 3-0. Um, and you know what? Every time I watch Jack Grealish... I want more of him. He looks sensational. Um, currently at a four-star. So it, it makes your life slightly difficult. He does use quite a few stars in those silver and, uh, in that silver contest mainly. But the, the key man here is going to be Ollie Watkins at a two-star. Expensive, don't get me wrong, as, we, as a lot of the new players are. Um, but he certainly looks to be... She should be scoring against this Brighton defence. So um, the final kind of option for Villa, uh, Trezeguet. In fact, um, Aaron Palace did a great article on expected assists um, for the Footstock Hub this week. Head over there to the block session to have a look. Uh, Trezeguet is the fifth highest um, expected assists player so far behind the, the behind the big guns. Um of, you know, he should be scoring assists. And in a game like this, you'd expect Watkins, Grealish, um, your Barclays and your McGinn's, etc., to be having lots of chances. So he could be a great pick also. Looking at Brighton, no one above two-star, which means that you are more than welcome to enter them anywhere. So we have players like, obviously, Mope, if they're going to score, um, your Lamptys and your Ben Whites as a one-star. Now, Ben White, I think, is quite a good one because he's down um, as a defender on footstock however he has actually been playing midfield recently and Brighton seem to be that team where they look pretty they look nice on the eye but they haven't really got results this year so you don't know Brighton could turn up quite easily and you know try and hold them out and try and nick one on the break but it's an interesting one with, with that game Villa Brighton you'd expect Villa you really would expect Villa, but Brighton have got the the capability. They've got the players to really turn that over. So again, quite a difficult one in your selections. Now moving to probably the highlight of the of the weekend, um, Tottenham versus Manchester City. Difficult again to call. I'm biased. I feel like Tottenham are better against good teams, teams that come out, press us, really go for it. Um so for me, Son and Kane in behind should be able to run right. It's not a given. We know how good Manchester City are on their day. In terms of Tottenham injuries, we are looking at people like um, nobody. In fact, having a quick look. So bar Matt Doherty has got COVID. Um, there are no issues. Now, does Bale start? I'm not sure. I think he's had quite a lot of midweek action. I'm not sure Jose is going to throw him straight into this this type of game. So that's one to look out for. I would imagine he probably maybe goes back with Lucas Moura. Um, 
but certainly so Aurier gives you a two-star option to, uh, this weekend along with Tangi and Dombele uh, again as a one-star who for me is, is unbelievable so I'm going to be back in Spurs probably my biased head on but I, certainly teams that come at us that give us space to go forward we are 10 times better Manchester City a few options so is Aguero back fit? He's trained this week. We're not sure he's going to play. Sterling trained today. Again, these these magical international uh, injuries that just come out of nowhere that they recover from. Fernandinho is out. But apart from that, they seem to be pretty much back to, to full strength. And, you know, if you're back in Man City, you can't really look past Kevin De Bruyne. He is on uh, not fantastic form this year. But we all know his we all know his ability and his capability. Sterling loves a goal against Spurs, four star. Jesus loves a goal against Spurs, four star. Torres has had a fantastic few weeks. Um, Hat trick midweek. Not quite sure he probably starts. Knowing Guardiola, I think he probably sits on the bench. Um, but Torres is certainly an option. And then finally, obviously Aguero. Is he coming back? I would imagine he probably comes off the bench, but you know, half an hour uh, against Spurs, who knows what could happen. So for me, it's a home win, but who knows? And I'm sure people will be back in Manchester City in the contest this weekend. Finally, we look to, uh, of the Saturday games, we look at United versus West Brom again, one of the most one-sided games on paper. Bruno, can't look past him. I'm actually reducing my entries this weekend purely because I don't have enough. Bruno, and I don't want to enter anyone else. So he's in there. Martial, Rashford, are they back? Rashford trained again today. Shaw didn't train. Lindelof will be checked. Greenwood, lots of issues, lots of rumours going around. But again, three-star, one you know, one of the, the ones with great potential. Um, I doubt he plays this weekend. He may sit on the bench. So there's a few good options. My one kind of Man United pick this weekend is Alex Tellez at left back, two star, big differential. Um, should be getting forward. He was superb at Porto. Um, and this could be his big kind of chance to start really nailing his spot in that starting lineup. So for me, a two star that can go in any contest, Tellez is a must. West Brom, I don't think you'll be backing them. You may back them to to get the odd goal or two against United. You know, they've not been the most solid. So you'd probably be looking Pereira, three-star, Dean Garner, one, um, Grant as a two. Options are there. Am I going to be touching them? Should you be touching them? Probably not, unless you are Dan Jackknife and a big contrarian. Okay, on to the Sunday games. Fulham versus Everton, again, on paper. Everton have not been good recently, but Richarlison is back. And I saw a ridiculous stat, something like Everton have not won a game that Richarlison hasn't played in since he's been at the club or something along those lines. Um, They are going to really, really welcome him back. And getting back that Calvert-Lewin, Rodriguez and Richarlison is a big thing for Everton. Um, So those guys are there at four-star Richarlison, four-star Calvert-Lewin, three-star James Rodriguez and potentially a two-star Digne or Coleman in your fullback areas. I'm not actually sure. Is Coleman? Coleman might be out injured. Coleman is out injured. Maybe go John Joe Kenny, I would assume, as another fullback option because, you know, Fulham have not looked not looked very strong and I would expect Everton to turn them over. Again, Fulham, no players more than two stars, so you can willingly enter them anywhere. You'd be looking at Anguisa, um, who's a successful dribbles cheat code. Um, Ariola in goal, you'd expect him to be busy. Two star, 
potentially lots of shots. Remember on Footstock, they don't concede uh, points for conceding goals. And if you are back in Fulham to do the to do the unthinkable, you'd probably back around uh, with Mitrich at two star. You'd imagine back on penalties after Lookman's horrendous miss. Um, so again, for me, quite one sided. Probably be be moving on the side of Everton. Sheffield United, disappointing year, and actually, I really tip them to go down this year. I don't think they've got enough. I don't think they've got enough goals. If you are going to back them, Brewster one star is he potentially going to break that duck? You've got Sander Berg, who's starting to grow into the role at two-star, but would you really want him in your team? I'm not quite sure, unless potentially as a little bit of a bronze option. West Ham, the big news for them is Antonio is potentially back. Moyes has said today, we've got a couple of days yet to see how he is. The truth is I couldn't give you a complete answer, but he's getting much closer, that is for sure. If we can get him back, it'd be great, but at the moment we're not quite sure he's ready yet. I think he'll be on the bench potentially could do a few more um but he he's the game changer for west ham he's everything that that goes through them everything positive and if they're going to score again he's more than likely to be that goal scorer other good options jared bowen again at a three star is starting to come into his own could ben rama be a bit of a differential he hasn't really had that chance yet could they maybe bring him in and then the other options for west ham because i i fancy west ham to maybe nick this one nil um, you're looking at your fullbacks, your Kufau, your Masawaku, your Cresswell, all low two and one stars. Great options. They provide a lot of crosses. They get forward a lot with the five at the back. So I really feel like they could be good options this weekend. Leeds Arsenal was another fascinating fixture. For me, Leeds are going to take this. I think Bielsa has got more about his game than Arteta. I think that the Leeds press, I don't think Arsenal will be able to cope. We saw how Villa tore them apart. And for me, again, I'm biased. Don't think Arsenal have got a lot to them. So again, Leeds, you've only got one player more than two star, which is Jack Harrison. Everybody else can go into any contest. So obviously Bamford is your your obvious. Click on penalties. You've got Luke Aylin or Dallas, both at fullback. However, Dallas is down as a midfielder. Um, Loads of options there with Leeds. For me, this could be two, three nil to the home side. Arsenal, if you're going to back them, do you start maybe looking at Aubameyang thinking he's planked far too many weeks in a row? Is this finally the time? Um, Thomas Partey is ruled out, which is another big blow for Arsenal. He's been brilliant since he's come in. Um, Elneny and Kalasanac have both got COVID. So you are more than likely to maybe be going down the Saka, Aubameyang, Lacazette, Bellerin kind of route. Um, again, for me, not not really something I'm looking at this weekend. And into the last final three fixtures, Liverpool, Mane, Jota, Williams, loads of changes in that team. Salah out, Trent out, potentially Henderson out, potentially Robertson out. Who knows what they're going to be lining up with this weekend. So, you know, Jota's been on form. He's been the one that people are going to be looking towards to to continue that form. I think he's he's up to a four-star again. Him and Mane, I'm sure you'll see them in a lot of places. Leicester love an away win against underdogs. So players like Vardy, Castagne is back, who's looked very good, very, very good goal scoring going forwards. Tielemans has been superb for Belgium. I think he scored in, in both of their games this week. Um, at a three-star, another big option. So for me... Leicester love an away counter-attacking team. And with Liverpool's changes, I think that could be 
I guess, a big upset on the cards. Final two fixtures into Monday night. Burnley. Palace. Doesn't scream exciting, does it? Doesn't scream that kind of game you want to watch. However, for me, it's going to be a one nil either way. one nil either way. Can't really call it. And, you know, Burnley have got the usual suspects. McNeil creates pretty much anything for them. Pope in goal, even though he is four-star. Chris Wood at two is, again, the most likely goal scorer. But Burnley have looked rubbish. And again, for me, along with Sheffield United, along with Fulham, along with West Brom, those four, for me, are going to be the, the ones fighting. Palace have actually had a really good start. I think they're in maybe the top six or seven of the league. Um, Eberici Ize finally jumped onto the scene. Um, a QPR, he was superb. He was really good. You know, every single time you'd watch the highlights, he would be just making defenders turn themselves inside out. Um, and he finally, he finally come onto the scene. And, you know, we've seen that in his price rise. And he is one at a two-star. For me, away at Burnley, I think he could be a great option. Um, of course, Van Aanholt's now back in the scene. Also a great goal-scoring defender. Um, currently two-star also. And then Zaha, obviously, is, is the main man for Palace at the minute. So difficult one to call. I'm not sure it's going to be a very popular game this weekend to put into your multi-match contests. And rounding off game week nine is another difficult one in Wolves-Southampton. Wolves tend to, to beat teams narrowly they don't really turn anyone over big time um wolves are without connor cody which for me is a big big miss he is the heartbeat of their team he's the organizer he's pretty much you know really is the leader so i'm actually going to back southampton in this one um could for wolves could this be a dharma's week it's not been his season he's dropped quite a lot expectedly i believe potentially he, he may start this weekend um but Southampton near the top of the league again have been absolutely superb it's been a it's been a, a change side Shea Adams obviously up top Danny Ings is still injured Phil Walcott looks like a different player he, he's gone from an old man at Everton to coming back to his boyhood club and looks great again Ward Prowse his set pieces are different class again three-star, Walcott two-star, Adams two-star, Kyle Walker-Peters two-star, lots of lower-star options. It's going to be a good game week. It's going to be a good game week, all the more exciting by the fact we haven't had football in a very long time. So hopefully that's given you a bit of a, just a bit of a thought, really. You know, all it's supposed to be is just a bit of a preview, a few little options either side, just to get your brain thinking before you go and enter those uh, game week nine contests. Good luck with it, as always. I hope you come second to me. Um, but apart from that, you know, listen, there's a space on this. I'd like it to be with another person. It could probably then extend them to, to slightly longer. Um, but have a great week. Good luck. And I'll see you on the leaderboards. <laughs>